Bet the Juice Podcast, Cody Mitchell, Connor Holiday here. Week 8, Connor of the, the college football season. It's starting to... Stop we, fucking saying it's that. It's starting to get closer towards the end. Stop fucking saying that. 18, I hate that. 18 days to opening night of college I literally basketball. only have like 13 weeks of enjoyment out of my life and possibly the longest off-season possible. I do not kill this for me. I'm not trying to kill it. I'm just saying, you know, it is week eight. Don't remind me. It's week eight. We're getting closer. Basketball will be here before we know. Boo. We'll be here, what? It's literally, I think it's two weeks from next Monday. Yeah. Like opening I, night. So the so in two weeks from yesterday, which is Wednesday when we came out with our week eight preview, will be week the- Week seven preview. Or the week, no, the week seven oh, weekend. Oh, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. We'll be doing our- like, I don't know, maybe an hour or so, just complete college basketball, mosh pods, throw it all together, and go from there, podcast. But, still got games for the weekend, we're going to give out picks today. So, five ranked on ranked games this weekend. Yes, unfortunately, I don't know, let's not be, let's not be doubters, but it's probably going to be hard to live up to last weekend. Oh, no doubt. No <laughs> but, doubt. But, you can still... I mean, one, one, two of these spreads are double digits on the big game. And one of them's three touchdowns. So, and then a little bit more. So yeah, yeah. So, um, where do you want to start off here? Let's let's you know let's get the big the couple of big spreads out of the way. Let's go Mississippi State at Alabama. The Crimson Tide are twenty one and a half point favorites after suffering their first loss to Tennessee in what was it, like 15, 16 years. I can't remember how long it was. Yeah, Connor, I know this. Mississippi State fell to Kentucky this weekend. This is your team. How do you feel about them coming into Tuscaloosa? So no official pick on this. I did grab Mississippi State at plus 22. Not overly confident in it. Lower unit bet, it's just... If Tennessee's offense can cause that many problems for Bama's defense... Mississippi State should be able to cause problems with them. And I just, that like, it just seems like it's so many points. But also at the same time, in the last two times, or the two times that Mike Leach has gone up against Bama, the score differential is like 81 points. Yeah, I, your reaction says it all. Um, so yeah, it does concern me. And I'm, I think I said it to you when we were outside. I believe last year Mississippi State got Bama after the Texas A&M loss and got absolutely obliterated. I kind of feel like the same thing could happen. There, this this Bama team's gonna have like a little bit more of an edge, I think, because of what happened. They're not gonna let it happen again. Yeah, to me, I don't. Again, I don't have a play on this game at all, but I think. Like you said, this is a lot of points. I'm just kind of interested to see how Alabama comes out because obviously that was a gut-wrenching loss. 
But again, they basically have to run. The, they have to run the table now if they want in the playoffs. So yeah, you, exactly. you would assume you're going to get the best. But like you said, I'm a little bit concerned about this Alabama defense. I know Tennessee's offense is explosive, can put points up on anybody, but Mississippi State's the same way. Not quite to that degree, but that offense, when it's humming, it's humming. Yeah, I did also grab the over just because I feel like there there's so much potential for points in this game. Granted, if it's anything like the last couple games, I might need Bama to get the 62 by themselves. But I still, I mean, I I hate having this much faith in Mississippi State because it always fucks me in big games. I'm like, they could easily cover that. So, I don't know. I'm not very confident in it. I, I don't see... I'll tell you a play I kind of like in the game, though, huh. is you can take, you can grab their points at over 19 and a half. Yeah, I did think about that, but I just feel like this defense is going to come out pissed off, especially with how many yards and points they gave up last week. That I, there's going to be such an emphasis on this defense that it's going to be tough for Mississippi State. But at the same time, I don't know. I just feel like that spread was too big. But I can also it's come, a, what is Big could, they could easily lose by forty two. What does Big Cat always say? Too many points. You too lose, you points. just say just say too many yeah, points. Yeah, too many points. All right, another big one here. Battle the undefeateds. Who would have thought here? Syracuse at Clemson. The spread is thirteen and a half. Did you hear that? Battle the undefeateds. Yeah, the Syracuse it's... Orange at Clemson. When I saw that number, again, I started to think a little too many points. Don't want to give up an official pick. The one thing that does like concern me that gives the edge to Clemson is that Syracuse, while their defense has been very good, they've been very good at limiting the offense or the big explosive pass plays. They're very susceptible against the run. I think this could be a very very heavy Will Shipley game and relying on DJ to use his legs. I really considered taking the under, but I don't know because on the flip side for Syracuse, I mean, this offense, like, I know it's not, like, near the top, but they are a stingy, stingy offense that finds a way. It's crazy how their offenses run. And... Like, the time of possession, I saw a stat on this to talk about the improvement that they ha- Syracuse has made in the in the last couple years of the Dino Babers era. They ranked, like, near very close to the bottom in time of possession. This season alone, their time of possession is top 25 in the nation. There's, there's something about this offense that can cause a lot of problems, but they are going up against arguably their hardest test. I know they already played NC State, who has a good defense. So this Clemson defense is on another level. But yeah, I mean, they don't f- want to give it out or don't want to give away my pick until we get to our ten. But Clemson's the fourth best rush defense in in the country. But guess what? There's been a lot of times where we've seen Syracuse win games, and you check the box score, and Sean Tucker didn't really have his best game. Mm-hmm. Granted, this was not it was not a going up against a Clemson style defense. So I, I always I, like my other problem with this game is that I I sometimes struggle using history, 
But there's been a lot of times that this Syracuse team has snuck up on this Clemson team. I'm pretty sure the Kelly Bryant year, they upset them in the Dome. There was the Chase Bryce game. They came in and was the savior when Trevor Lawrence got knocked out. But I, like, I'd feel a lot better for Syracuse if this game was in the Dome. Yes, because the place would be rocking. There's and be- it, 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 even more if it was like a Friday night game. Oh yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Like craziness on like the the Thursday and Friday games always have some weird going on. Exactly that. I have literally done everything that I can to not bet the Thursday and Friday games because I have been. I'm pretty sure so many of my losses have been in those days. He bets them anyway. He's full of shit. But. I- well, I did. I have. I do not have a play on any Thursday and Friday game. I don't think that's the problem. Is I go. I'm through. talking about. You might not have an official like we're giving our ten picks out play. Uh, yeah, but, but you're still betting those yeah, games. I'm. I'm trying to limit myself. Bet more like Thursday night football, which just keep betting the unders. <laughs> yeah. Um. I Thanks don't, for your team getting the under for me too. Yeah, we were game. pretty good at that one. <laughs> yeah. I don't have an official play on this one but again i look at that number and to me that number is a little too high i don't i haven't really it hasn't crossed my brain yet a scenario where syracuse actually wins I, that has not crossed my brain yeah at all. I, I but i think they can keep it to under like if it's 13 and a half i'm buying the half and i'm taking it at 14 and then i'll, I'll be cool if they lose by 14 i'll take the damn push I don't want to say shit. Yeah, I already know, but okay. Texas, Oklahoma State. Texas is going to Stillwater. They are six-point favorites. I don't know if you've seen the weather yet. I have not known. <laughs> I don't want to give away official pick yet, but, but there is 23-mile-an-hour winds. does concern me for one of my picks, but don't want to get into it yet. <laughs> I might already have a kind of a inkling of that. So Oklahoma State falls to TCU this weekend ruining their undefeated season. Huge spot here for both teams. This could set Texas up really well, looking forward to the Big 12, to make it to the Big 12 title game. Oklahoma State, this kind of seems like a last stand kind of thing right here. I know they still have Kansas State, but they already suffered the loss at TCU. How do you kind of see this one playing out? Yeah, like Oklahoma State doesn't win this game, in my opinion, any like Big 12 championship ticket that you have probably dead at that point. Thanks, because I have one. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> wow, I am so sorry. <laughs> Thanks, because I got mean, <laughs> I mean, I have I have just to go though. So but I can't. I know I have Kansas State to win be, because I had Texas Oklahoma State was my pick when we did the Big Twelve preview, and I had Texas winning, which honestly doesn't look great now. But I just had te- Oklahoma State to be at the Big Ten or the Big 12 title game. But I think what you said kind of still makes sense, though, because they would need a lot of chaos with the loss here. Yeah, but also, like, the way the Big 12 is, like, anybody could be anybody. Yes. In my opinion, at least. But, I mean, yeah, this is kind of a prove-it game for both. Like, Texas, like, prove that you're... Like, I know, listening to other podcasts, they talk about, like their power ratings for Texas and how they're top 10. Even how, yeah, we yeah, talked even about yours it yesterday. Is. Yeah. Yeah. So like Texas is high on so many people's ratings, but like, like I still want prove it. 
Like, that's what I'm just waiting for. You had a letdown spot against Iowa State, who's, frankly, not the best team. They do have a good defense, but that was just such a weird game from Texas. And for Oklahoma State, like, how many years has it been with Spencer Sanders? It's, like, he's won big games. He might be 33. He might honestly, yeah, he might honestly be close to my age. Yeah. But, um, like, prove that you can still compete in this Big 12. Like, I I don't don't really know what what more to say for Oklahoma State. Just, you need to prove that you're at the top of the class in this conference. I am concerned because there's a lot of, rumors going around about Spencer Sanders not being healthy. So that really does concern me. And for Oklahoma State, like watching that offense after the first half, like they like they they emptied the whole playbook in the first half and were like drawing up plays on the sideline, it seemed and like. every single one was a reverse. Exactly. And le- kind of just to piggyback off what you were saying, after the Oklahoma game we kind of anointed Quinn Ewers as you know one of the best three quarterbacks in the country and then he kind of he didn't play terrible against Iowa State but not the kind of performance that a top three quarterback in the country would have feel like we more anointed him after the Alabama game because everyone was saying well if Quinn doesn't get hurt Texas wins that game but then the comeback game 49 to nothing against Oklahoma yet I mean both games have propped him up to what he is but then you like you were saying like that Iowa State game, I cannot look away from that. Yeah, um, you're going to really need to, to not – for Oklahoma State, you cannot have another Spencer Sanders game. When no. I say that is just him throwing two-yard passes, throwing this the ball This needs to, the other to be team. the Spencer Sanders game where he puts the team on his back and wins it. Oh, yeah, exactly. That's the only, that's the only way I see them pulling this out. I'm not touching this game. The spread is minus six. If it was closer to a, a field goal – I would be leaning Texas there. Yeah, like where it was, where it opened up at, and yeah. this has just subsequently been bet up. So I would, I like Texas to win this game, to be honest with you. But you know what? Some weird shit happens down at Stillwater. It would not surprise me one bit if Oklahoma State wins this game. Yeah, and I think for the Oklahoma State fan base, they know what's at stake this game. So I think they're really going to come out. That's going to be a loud crowd. What time is that game? Do you know? Is it night? Um, I have it pulled up here. And that yeah, especially if it's a night game too. Yeah, that is that's three thirty. Yeah, so it won't really probably. Well, no, they're also central, so. And then you know it's gonna be like I said, it's gonna be the weird weather uh, game with yeah, a lot of wind, wind here. Wind. So yeah, we'll get into which what? honestly probably benefits Texas. They're better on the ground if the balls aren't and everything's got to be quick. I yeah. like Texas playmakers if they're throwing quick passes the entire time. I don't know. I'm staying as far away from that game as possible. I'm gonna kind of sit back and enjoy it. A game that I. Do I have a play? I might have a play on this one. I know you probably do. Huge, huge, huge game in the Big 12. The biggest game of the weekend, in my opinion. I actually think this is bigger than the last game. Kansas State at TCU. Yeah, because they're honestly, in this, in my opinion, both these teams could, this could be a rematch at some, in the Big 12 championship, potentially. Horn Frogs, three and a half point favorites, still undefeated. Connor, how do you feel about Kansas State? This is one of your favorite, I know this is one of your favorite teams. I talk shit all offseason about their quarterback, and I think I owe an apology. He's not ever going to be the kind of quarterback that's going to go out you and win you a ton of games, but he is 
took care of the ball this year, and he has dominated on the ground. So it's not an official play for me, but I am taking Kansas State in the points. I think there is also very good. I don't, I shouldn't say very good. I think there is a chance that Kansas State can come away from from this game with a win. Kansas State's defense is better than Oklahoma State's, and we kind of saw what Oklahoma State's defense did to TCU, causing a lot of problems for them in that first half. I think that. Kansas State having the better defense, like it's really gonna cause issues for TCU. And on the flip side for Kansas State, their offense, it while it's not the flashiest, it's effective in getting points. So if the defense gets a three and out on TCU, there's a very good chance that Kansas State could go down the field and come away with points. I just there this game. I just oh, I'm gonna. I do not. I'm not giving this out as an official play here either. But if I'm betting this, I would take the points with Kansas State, and I think I would take Kansas State on the money line. I think Kansas State's going to to be probably the first team TCU's play that's actually going to be like put a hat on a hat, smack them in the mouth kind of team, and it's going to be a lot more physical. And yeah, this TCU thing is cool. But the entire time, I, I just to me it seems very fraudulent. I don't think they're that good of a team. I don't think they're the seventh best team in the country. I just there's something about this Kansas State team with that power running attack that I don't think TCU is going to be able to defend at all. And like you said, this is by far. I don't think Oklahoma State's defense is terrible, but this is by far the best defense they're going. No, to I think Oklahoma State's defense is very good. It's just. Kansas State's is slightly better, and we've already seen Kansas State go up against a good offense with Oklahoma when Dylan Gabriel was healthy, and Kansas State came away with a victory. I, I, this is a pick biased aside. I think Kansas State is the right side in this game. Yeah, to be honest with you, if I wanted to think about it, I think I would just go ahead and take the money line. Like, I think TC, I think Kansas State's either winning this game. Or TCU's still offensively just going to get what they want, and they're probably going to win the game by seven anyway. So what's the point of laying the three and a half? Their money line is in parlay or a parlay for me, but I'm ta- for picks purposes. I'm yeah. just taking the points. Oh yeah, this this is definitely. But again, this isn't one of my official. Plays. Yeah, this definitely is one of yours. If this is a game where you're definitely throwing into your money line underdog parlays, mm-hmm. like a hundred percent to get some yep. extra juice. Take the one sixty there. All right. Or uh, UCLA at Oregon, six and a half. Chip Kelly revenge game. Bruins undefeated, Connor. Now, like this is the first time where I know UCLA has been good in the past under Chip Kelly. They've been building it. We've been like, could they compete for the Pac-12? Could they compete for the Pac-12? Well, it's here's your shot. You mm-hmm. win this game, you're in the driver's seat. Yeah, exactly. Do they have a shot here against Oregon? Because I I'm gonna be honest. I really, really consider taking UCLA in the points. I think this spread should be closer to three. Like, I know Oregon, it's at Oregon. But, so basically that's saying, what, Oregon's a three-point favorite on a neutral field? Yes, essentially. I I can't remember. You keep going. I'll tell you what I got it at. But 
I, I just see this game being a hell of a lot closer than that. I have it exactly at that. I have it a three, and then the three points for the for the road. So I have it about I have it about that spread. But the only thing this is a this is a home game, so you get home game Bo Nix. Yeah, but also we haven't seen it yet. We have not seen that Bo Nix game. Is this the time that that game happens? But at the same time, we haven't seen this the Bo Nix game. So maybe maybe it was just a Bo Nix Auburn thing. I think we're, we're we've. I shouldn't say we because I consider myself the outlier that when quarterbacks transfer, a lot of times I like their situation better, and it's proven right for me for like. Adrian Martinez. It's proven right for Bo Nix. Maybe it was just an Auburn thing. I mean, they're still looking like the same Auburn team without him. So maybe we don't. Maybe we don't get the Bo Nix game. But also, I'm wired to remember games. And I've just seen too many times that Bo Nix can be bad, but I don't think this is the time for it. I think he steps up in this big game. I cannot wait to watch this QB battle between Nix and DTR. DTR has low key had some of those Bo Nix games too, but it exactly. Seems like, but it seems like this year he's kind of grown out of it and kind of coming into his shell and like just taking his progressions and just playing the quarterback position perfectly. Plus, it helps when you have a running back like Zach Charbonnet beside him that oh, yeah. is just barreling down I mean he's getting so many damn yards this season but I'll tell you what's helped UCLA is those two twins up front I can't remember the names escaping me the Murphy twins yes those two two boys are men exactly I'm surprised they did not get a power five spot I do have I know I said I thought about taking UCLA UCLA in the points I do have an official play on this do you want me to get into it since we're talking about this game we might as well start it here. So let's start off with our 10 plays here. Go ahead. Give me the over. I think there are going to be hella points this game. What is the over at? I got it at 70 and a half. I'm pretty sure when I checked it, it was at 71 right now. I don't Current care. Current spread is 70 and a half. So I, that's why I have it at. Give me the over. I think there are points galore. They love scoring points in the Pac-12, and these are two of their best scoring teams. Over, 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 over. Yeah, and another thing I do like about that is, too, is a lot of people, you know, you do know Vegas does that, right? They give you a spread either super high or super low, just waiting for you to take the other side of it, Mm -hmm. and most of the time it ends up going over anyway into their favor. I like that, too, because I do think there's going to be a lot of points in here. Yes. It's going to be yes. – I mean, it's a Chip Kelly Bowl. Yeah, it is. We have to have a lot of points here. Yeah. All right, do you want to shoot it to me? I'll just get this nasty, ugly, ugly bet out of the way. Okay, give me New Mexico State over two and a half points in the second half versus San Jose State. <laughs> what? <laughs> do, you what? do you want me to repeat that the fuck is that kind of play just listen give me new mexico state over two and a half points in the second half 
So in the third and fourth quarter, they just need to score three points. All right. This game is not going to be close. It's going to get out of hand. They can get three points. San Jose State's defense is very good. New Mexico State's offense is becoming more competent, that they can drive down the field. And hopefully they get it before, but when the second unit comes in, they're definitely going to be able to at least come down there and kick a sad field goal, give me three points. Okay, I, I told you it was ugly. Okay, I counter with... What? <laughs> that was, what I told the you fuck it was ugly. is that kind of play? I told oh you it was God. ugly. I told you it was ugly, but I like, like it. It. Uh, it made my stomach upset. My and God. You know too? It's actually even money, too. It's plus 100. That's gross. Give me that over two and a half in the second half. You're disgusting. All right. I'm going to stick with the big games. I'm just going to get this out of the way right now. Give me the cues and the points. I think this game is closer to a touchdown than two touchdowns. I think Syracuse has the opportunity to muck the fuck out of this game and keep it close against Clemson. Like I said, I wish it was was in the Dome. I wish this was on a Friday. I'd feel even more confident about it. But that is just too much points. That is too much disrespect to Syracuse. This is my least favorite out of my top ten. But I just think the Q's keep it close. I I'm not officially playing that, but man, I'm I'm betting I'm probably gonna end up betting that too. I love the Syracuse team too. I also and, love throwing Syracuse possibly in a teaser. Yeah, and get it up to maybe about nineteen to twenty. Yeah. I'm also the guy that came on this podcast and took their under four and a half wins and said, I don't see three wins on the schedule. So mm-hmm. I've completely flipped. I love that play by you, Connor. I like it. Thank you. All right, this one pains me, but I'm taking Indiana the points against Rutgers, plus three and a half. Oh, God. Both of these teams are bad. I I thought, I'll be honest, I really, really did think about it. I don't think either of these teams should be favored against each other. And then they're getting... Pick them. Make it a pick them. It's basically basically a pick them if it was neutral. And they're giving a three-point edge to Rutgers, which has no home crowd whatsoever. Yeah, and an offense that I cannot figure out, but I'll get They can't score. But that defense. What? That, that Rutgers defense. Yes, man. and the, the, the... But also, at the same time, this is going to be a game where Basilak probably throws 75 fucking times. Yeah, and I just... I don't see a path to um, Rutgers scoring very many points. I don't think this is a big game. I think Rutgers could still win this game, but if they're going to win it, they're not winning it by touchdown. I don't hate it. Um... I really do hope that Rutgers comes away with a victory so we could cash that win. Total. I know that's the only shitty thing is I do have but you're, but, well. but you're also you're kind of doing a mini hedge. hedge. Mini hedge, yeah. Well, if we're going to do mini hedges then I'm going to get to my mini hedge. As we all probably know, somebody's sitting on a ticket with Vandy under half a conference win. I am ta- I am taking this even with even without having the conference win total. I'm taking Vandy plus I got it at 15. I think it's at 14 right now. Yes. Against Mizzou. Yes. This is the one game that Vandy could win in the SEC and fuck my win total and take that. the money line. No. <laughs> because I think this game is going I think Mizzou comes out with the win. But 
I think Vandy's a lot better than a two-touchdown underdog to Mizzou. I think this should be should have been closer to a touchdown. Like, I know that Vandy just got wrecked by Vama, Bama and Georgia. But still, that's this Mizzou team, like, they're so fucking wishy-washy. They're able to keep it close against Bama, or keep it close against Georgia, but then lose in one of the most disgusting ways possible against Auburn. I have this as a nine and a half neutral. Exactly. Like I don't I don't think that this is a two touchdown win by Mizzou. I understand it's at home and that's where it comes at, but how much of a fucking home field advantage does Mizzou have? Honestly. When they're good, it's good. Yeah, when it's when good. When they're good, it's good. But are they good? No. No. <laughs> no. No, so conference win total aside for for hedging. I love this play. Yeah. Yep, so do I. Like you said, too, I, I would feel really good if, after they lose. Like, if they lose this game, like, they're not winning in their conference game. So, yeah, I'm going to get it out of the way right now. Hunter Mitchell's play of the week. I don't know the spread anymore. Is it still 29 and a half? No, I think it's up to 30 Jesus. or 31. Well, Hunter, you're going to have to stick with that. He's taking his team, Ohio State, to cover it's 29 and a half, so we're gonna give him a 29 and a half. He got it at 27 and a half. I will say he is three and oh, this lock of the week. Lucky fuck, I got it at 29. <laughs> I'm not, it's not an official play for me, but I hate betting on my own team because this is like the ultimate time for them to have a letdown. Yes, but it is. I just I have no confidence in Iowa's offense. I have no confidence in Iowa to score very many points now. All right. What was their team total? Nine and a half, yeah. yeah. All right, let's see where we want to go here. I'm going to go, I'm going to take the San Diego State-Nevada under 36 points. That is that, super low. That is so low. But, that, but the, both of those teams play so methodical and so slow. Yeah, They are 5-9, and nine, I believe, ATS with the over, or not ATS, over and under in the year. They're, they're on the under majority of the time. Neither offense can do anything. Basically, in a spread that low, you basically just got to hope for not a lot of turnovers on their own side of the field, and just <laughs> red zone turnovers. Yes, red zone that's turnovers. All we need. I don't. I this to me has red zone turnovers and field goals. This has seventeen fourteen written all over it for me. Don't care who wins. I don't even think it's seventeen fourteen. I think it's some stupid score like twelve to fuck. I'm trying to. They think. get like nineteen to eleven. Twelve to five. <laughs> yeah. Some. Hey, was it, no, that wasn't the that wasn't the Commanders Bears game. It was damn near close <laughs> shit. Um, all right, I don't hate it. It's gonna be an ugly fucking game. Enjoy watching. If that. you like nineteen thirteen football, watch this game. You enjoy watching no points while I'm gonna be watching points. In, I know we talked about the weather. I okay. don't give a fuck about the wind, Texas. Oklahoma State over 61. It's dropped significantly. I'll be honest. I bet it at 65. Found out about the weather, and then it dropped. So it's at 61 right now. I still love the over. I think even with even if it is as windy, this Texas offense is able to run the ball very effectively. I think while Oklahoma State... 
I think that they just find ways to score points. Like this, this Texas defense, while it has made improvements, still has shown some vulnerability. And I think Spencer Sanders is experienced enough to possibly exploit some of those. So I just see a lot of points in this game. I But if I turn this on and the wind fucks it, I mean, I'm, the sorry. I'm sorry. It's like I'm not. I can't control the weather. Yeah, honestly, if you're gonna bet this, if you do kind of like the under, I think you can wait a couple more days, or you can wait to maybe Saturday morning and get this at a fifty-nine and a half to sixty. Assuming the weather doesn't change in my favor. We're not the meteorologists here. We don't know what the hell is gonna happen. But I don't hate it either because I no, still. No, you don't even know your directions, especially on a golf course. My God. Nope, I'm ass backwards there. Dyslexic. I know this is one we talked about. I screwed up yesterday. Blake Shapin is actually going to play in this game. It was it was looking day to day. He returned to practice, mm-hmm. but I'm still taking the points with Kansas. Oh, buddy, we're on the same pick. I got the nine and a half, and I like it. I got it at nine. You know, I mean, what's the half going to do with that? But yeah. but no, it's at nine and a half right now. But I'm with you. Like this spread shocked the fuck out of me. I don't care that Jalen Daniels might not be playing in this. Bain has looked good. They were, like, I know they didn't cover against Oklahoma, but it was a point. Yeah. This Baylor team is not that fucking Oklahoma team. This Baylor team just lost to West Virginia. Yeah. I mean, I know it's at Baylor, but like you said, who gives a fuck? Having Daniels out is, like, it is a downgrade from Daniels to Bean, but Leipold's offense is just a well-oiled machine. Well, no, and he's also done shit to the offense to make up for the Daniels loss to have a system that is more tailored to what Bean is able to do, especially with the motion that they use all the damn time. Yeah. I I just think I like, I don't care that they have probably one of the best defensive minds as their head coach in Baylor. I think Kansas keeps this close. Trust the process. Yeah. I don't know if, I again, we talked about it outside. This is definitely going to be in some of my money line underdog parlays as well. I do. I told you my parlay. That's two teams. I took Duke and oh well, fuck. Well, I just gave away one of my picks, but okay. I did take Duke money line and Kansas money line parlayed together. Yeah, I don't hate it. I don't know if Kansas wins this game. I think they can, but I don't think they're losing by more than 10 points. All right, back to what I had just discussed. I am taking Duke plus nine against Miami. This Miami team has been bad. Stinks. I think that Duke has an op- Like, I think there is a chance Duke could win this game. They are not that bad. This is an, a very up-and-coming Duke team. They kept it close against UNC. So I just think that Duke finds a way to keep this game close. If not, win. Miami's bad. Van Dyke's still in there, right? Yes. Like how – I don't want to sound like a, a, a crazy, crazy guy because I know the offense isn't catered to let him throw the ball around like crazy. But watching both of these teams, how big is the drop-off from Van Dyke to Riley Leonard? Riley Leonard looks really good. Yeah, it's not just for Duke standards. He looks like a good quarterback, like a good Power 5 starting quarterback. I mean, hell, fucking last week, Miami only beat Virginia Tech by six. Yeah, I don't and, hate it. And there's a defensive-minded coach leading this team. He's going to find a way to stop this offense. I think Duke keeps this very, very close. All right, so how many you got left here? 
You, because I have six. One, two, three, four. I got four. Cause you. Why stole, do I have six? Because you stole one of mine, and then, I didn't steal anything of yours. But then you, then I also mentioned Duke in the money line parlay, so I had to go to that pick. So I kind of cut you off, but oh well, fuck All right, it. I'm gonna get rid of one real quick. It's a Friday game. Give me Tulsa minus thirteen at Temple. I we're thought going back about to this. the old well. I here. thought about this so fucking. Davis much. Brin is going to throw that ball all over Temple, but I will say something nice about Temple. Kurt Warner's son doesn't look that bad. No, he actually looks very, very good. And Tulsa's defense isn't good, but I think there could be a lot of points in this game, and I still think Tulsa's two touchdowns better. Like, for you, I'm hoping that Temple does the same fucking thing that they did last week against UCF. Warner was driving them down the field. Then they tried to do some Wildcat bullshit. <laughs> and then didn't they, work. Yeah, it didn't work. Like, if, if, if I see that happen, I might live bet this game. But, yeah, I mean... I really thought about it. I really thought. And then about I'm going to stick in the American. This one terrifies me. It really does. But I I can't stop. I can't ignore what they're doing. And you just mentioned them. UCF is just becoming a machine right now. And that offense is absolutely humming. I know it's tough to play at Eastern Carolina. But give me the points with UCF. I'll lay the five there. Minus five against Eastern Carolina. I had thought about that. Eastern too. Carolina is a tough place to play. Now, is it a tough place to play, or was it just so hectic against NC State because it was a rivalry game? I don't know. But they're still going to fill the stadium up for this Plus, also, the the red zone chances that NC State had that didn't come away with points. Yeah. Yeah, that they should have won that game by 10. Until this UC off, UCF offense cools down, I'm going to hammer them. Now, this is one of those spots where I was off of them, and now I'm jumping on. So, we'll see how it goes. Leaving the American, going to the Mountain West. Give me the over in the Boise State Air Force game. 48 and a half. I'm sorry, but even if Boise State doesn't score any points, Air Force could possibly cover this over by themselves. Like, I just see that. I just think there's going to be a lot more points. That, uh, that number seems so low. I got to take it. It does, and honestly, both offenses have been humming very well. I just the only thing that scares me about over unders in or betting overs in military academy games is yeah, like, yeah. you can tell right away if it's gonna work or it's not. Yeah, if it like if they get stuffed that first series, fuck. Yeah, like you can, well that that's when I live hedge and take Boise State money line. Yeah, or something crazy because normally. Normally, the triple option doesn't just start working midway through the second quarter. No. It works or it doesn't work. Yeah. You got one or the other here. Yeah. All right, another one that might piss you off, but I've been doing it all year. Going to get back on that train. Give me the under team total South Carolina against Texas A&M. Under 21 points. I almost thought about taking the under in the game on. So did I. (laughs) Now, I still think South Carolina can beat Texas A&M, even with not scoring 21 points. Yeah. I don't think Texas A&M's offense can do shit, but that defense is still very good. And I still don't touch Spencer Rattler. Back to you. All right. Going back to the Big 12 for another over. Give me the over. 69. Nice. nice. In West Virginia, Texas Tech. I think there's going to be a shitload of points in this game. I just think that there's like a good chance that this could end up like that West Virginia Baylor game where... It's like 80 points. I just think there's going to be 
so many damn points. Yeah, what was the number you said? Sixty-nine. Nice. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I I think the winning team scoring forty points. Yeah, like that's definitely going to be a given, and the other team only needs thirty more. Like, and it, I don't think it, neither of those teams are that much better than the other one. So, yeah, they're literally. Where was this game at? It's at it's at Texas. Tech. Okay. Texas Tech is plus or minus seven. Okay, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, I like. That was another one I looked at. Didn't end up pulling the trigger on it. I'll stick with some of your overs here. Give me the ODU. Georgia Southern over at 66 points. 66 even. You motherfucker. Did you have that? Yeah, I have it written Jesus down. Jesus Christ, I got it. two of yours. Yep. Go ahead and take it then. I'll let you have it. Go. I mean, this Georgia Southern offense is so much fun to watch. Van Treese is a hell of a quarterback. ODU, at the same time, able to put points up against Coastal like crazy last week. I just don't see... a. Like, like we were saying, like the winner of this game is gonna have forty fucking points, in my opinion. So, yeah, over, over, over. The screen, this. As soon as I saw these two were playing, it screamed over, and then I saw the number, and I'm like, fuck it, I'm taking it. So you down to one? Uh, one. Yeah, you're still down to one. Fuck yeah, I'm down to one. Okay, so I'll get rid of one. Real. So back to me, I'll get rid of it. So now we're kind of getting slim here. For the for the my last one here, who do I want to go with? I think I'm gonna go with Buffalo plus seven and a half versus Toledo. You motherfucker! A little you scary. Mo- you motherfucker! Oh, do you have? Is that your last play? No, no, no. It's not my last play. But no, I do, I will admit I do have the over in this game. You do love you're you're an over guy this week for sure. One, two, three, four, five, six. Seven, eight, eight overs that I bet on my whole slate. And Do you have any one. unders? I got one under. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Buffalo's 5-1-1 one, one against the spread this year. They keep every game close. I don't think there's a giant difference between Toledo and Buffalo. Toledo's obviously better, but I don't think they're winning by more than one possession. I want to fight you so much. <laughs> go ahead. I really do. Go do. Ahead and do it. I don't know. I do it. But no, at this, like, as somebody who's slowly becoming more and more of a Toledo backer, Buffalo is very, very close to Toledo, in my opinion, like when it comes to the Mac. So, yeah, it do- for for my Toledo's sake, yes, it does. this game does scare me. But fuck you. Okay, that, that's, that works. All right. You, how many picks do you have? I have one more left to give out, and I don't know where to go with it. But I'm going to go in front of you. All I'll right, stick go. to the Mountain West here. I'm good. It, and it, it hurts me to say this, too. And it's not because I like the team that I'm fading, it's just because I don't really like the team I'm backing. Give me Utah State plus four and a half against Wyoming. Stay the fuck away from Wyoming games. Haven't we learned our lesson <laughs> we yet? We definitely should have. But I'm I learned you. my lesson after week three. What are you doing? Utah State has looked a lot better and a lot like the team from last year after the first whoa, four whoa, weeks. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, go ahead. Keep talking. Not keep saying talking. they're looking keep, like the team that can win the Mountain West, but they've definitely looked better. In Wyoming, there's nothing about Wyoming that impresses me. They somehow win games when they have no business beating them. They have no business beating Tulsa. They should not have beaten Air Force. They've had a lot of luck. I mean, luck. Utah State could have easily lost to Colorado State last week. I know they could 17-13. have. 17-13. But guess Whatever. what? I'm going to back the points here. I think Utah State could win this game outright. 
if you're going to give me points, I'm going to take them. That's disgusting. Disgusting. All right, so my whole top ten picks has been strictly overs and underdogs. Time for the only favorite that I have in my top ten picks. Give me Washington minus seven against Cal. I think Washington blows their fucking doors off. This Cal team is not good. They've been so fucking up and down. They literally just lost to Colorado. Hey, they, don't be mean to Colorado. Uh, somebody does also have a play on Oregon State minus 24 against Colorado. So, But either way, I think Washington just kills Cal. Like, I really don't think this game is going to be fairly close. I am shocked that it is at 7. It's scary a little bit that you faded Cal a lot. And it seems like that for some reason they find a way sometimes. Uh, kind of, but I just, I, this, I, I'm in love with this Washington offense. I think they're just going to be able to put up so many points that Cal is not going to be able to keep up. Yeah, I mean, if I'm playing that side, that's or playing that game, that's the side I'm going to back to, so... Well, that basically wraps up all our picks here for week eight. Good luck to everybody this weekend. We'll see you guys next week. We're out of here. Peace.